welcome to Take the Upgrade podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Carrie. And we are sisters passionate about helping others rise to the next level. We are the co-founders and owners of The Natural Shift, and we created this podcast with you in mind. Each week, we will share simple tips that are easy to implement or an inspiring interview, all with the same intention, to raise the collective and to help you step into your best life. We are so excited to have you join us. Get ready to create real progress and lasting change. So let's get started. In episode five, I'm interviewing high energy coach Susan McDaniel. Susan mentors and coaches busy, driven women who want to ditch the diets for good and start a lasting journey to a healthy, more energetic, and fully lived life. As a wife, mom of two children, and former corporate executive turned business owner, she completely understands the challenges women face each day, setting and meeting health goals for themselves and their family. Follow Susan online on her website, Facebook, and Instagram to discover how to fuel a nourished and fully lived life. Susan and I met through an online book club. We have actually never met in person, and this is what I absolutely love about technology. It can be used for so many wonderful things, right? (laughs) But we, um, through that book club, Susan and I, along with two other amazing ladies have formed a tribe and we are just there to support each other. Uh, We meet every two weeks and it's just a great place for inspiration, motivation, and just that support that we all need. So I just want to encourage everybody, if you don't have people like that in your life, then then reach out. They're out there. They're waiting for you. So I just, I love that. And we have just become fast friends. So super excited to have you on. Thank so you. I'm just going to kind of, yeah. So I'm just going to kind of um, dive right in and start asking you some questions to share with our audience. All right. Very good. That sounds great. So let's just start out by telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, um, married kids, where you went to college, that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. Well, um, so background, uh, I grew up in a, a pretty conservative household, Christian household, um, had a very good, very good parents, very good, very good childhood. Um, all of that was really good. I started dating who is now my husband when I was 14 years old. Why my parents let me go out on a date when I was 14 years old? I have no idea. <laughs> that themselves too. He came from a good family, you know, so I think mm-hmm. that was that was part of it. We uh, just to give you a little clue on give, probably giving away my age some. Our first date was to go see the movie Rambo. <laughs> oh my goodness! I love it. Oh, how, how romantic is that, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we dated on and off through high school, and um, we did marry very young and started family very young as well. So by the time I was nineteen years old, I had my first child. And so he is actually now 28 years old. I have two sons. They're 28 and 22. So i um, been married now almost 30 years and, um, you know, been a wonderful marriage like any other marriage. We've had our rocky points along the way, but we've just, um, you know, tried to pray along the way and do the best we can, you know, along the way. But definitely have hit our rocky points. 
um, but have stuck through it, you know, through those hard times. But we have, so we've been married almost 30 years now. Uh, like I said, two grown kids at this point, both boys. So had, you know, all those active years of ball game, many, many, many ball games and things like that, that um, wouldn't take back any of that for the world. So uh, college, I w actually went to school uh, and my degree's in computer science. So I have um, been in the IT, IT world for, you know, 26 years or so now. Um, and I know one of the things we're going to talk about today is a career change that I'm making, actually. Yeah. So I have during that time, though, um, made there was a time I took a transition and did a business for about five or six years during that time as well. And then ended in the business kind of ended up turning into an IT business and, you know, ended up kind of going back into a corporate job from that point. So, um, mm -hmm. but uh, like I said, I know our next point of our conversation is going to be about a new change that I'm making in that area. <laughs> yes, and I have the um, the pleasure of kind of seeing that journey unfold. You know, because we're we're in this kind of just really amazing support group together. Um, so I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about the new adventure that you've just recently embarked upon. Okay, very good. So probably a little over a year ago. Um, I've, there, I've always been super passionate about health and wellness. So to go back in my story a little bit, what kind of sparked my passion originally for health and wellness, I had a coach who actually kind of pulled out of me that this was what I didn't even realize this is kind of what sparked it. So, but when she was coaching with me and we went back to all the way when I was 10 years old and when I was 10 years old, I was stepping off the bus from school one day and my neighbor met me, which was very unusual. And she said, your dad was not feeling well today and they had to take him to the hospital. And so she stayed with me until my mom was back home that night. Well, what I found out that night is my dad had had, he had a massive heart attack. He, in fact, he had a cardiac arrest. So he was only 37 years old and his heart stopped. Luckily, wow. he was in the, yeah, he was in the emergency room and they were able to revive him. And, um, and thank God he's still with us today. Very healthy because he's made a lot of really good choices since then. Um, mm -hmm. so you can, he's almost 70, what, 74 years old now. So, um, so our choices, our healthy choices make a difference. But what really struck me, of course, that was a very scary time when I finally learned it took them a few days to even tell me that all of what had happened, you know, because because I was 10 years old. But we uh, what we learned and what they saw through catheterization, doing catheterizations over time is because he was moving his body and he was beginning to do things right, because at that time they didn't do stents and any of that. It was too bad to do surgery. They just gave him some medicine and told him to try to eat better and exercise. Well, they started seeing these collateral blood vessels start to form. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, I mean, I can still remember to this day being completely amazed that the human body would do this. You know what I mean? Begin to yes. heal itself. And so that actually goes back to my first spark of, you know, having almost lost my dad when I was 10 years old and to see that difference that a healthy lifestyle can make. So I've always been super passionate about it for myself and my family. And a lot of people have always come to me and asked me to help them, you know, along their journey because they would just see me trying to do the right things. Although I've struggled through the years, too. I've had points where I've lost and gained weight. Um, and so about a year ago, I just kind of was looking at some people doing, you know, health coaching online. And I thought, you know, I, I am so passionate. I was just totally intrigued by that. So mm -hmm. I started doing a lot of research and ended up hiring a coach in November and started building a program. And it just kind of has snowballed from there. And we are launching the business in a big way. I've been working with some clients since January, but I'm doing a bigger launch actually starting next Tuesday. 
on my business. And so just super, super excited about diving off into this health coach world. So much so that I have decided to do it full time. <laughs> yes. And that is just, I love that. And that's, that's what um, I really want you to share with our listeners today. I, I entitled this episode Stepping Out in Faith because I really believe, I know through a lot of our conversations, that is what you have really had to do, right? Mm -hmm. So tell us how your faith has kind of shown up in this decision. Okay. All right. So, you know, I've been in IT for 26 years and currently I, I haven't worked my last day yet. So I'm still part time in that right now. But um, currently IT director at a pretty large hospital here in our area. So, you know, my salary is a big part of our income and, uh, you know, helps us to be very financially comfortable, I guess I'll put yeah. it that way. So we still, we still have one child in college as well. So, you know, it's just when I really wanted to do this and as I started working toward building this business and I realized I thought I would be doing it on the side for a while and we just kind of see what happened. Well, as I got into it and, you know, saw that I really love this, love helping women transform their lives. And as I started building it, I realized it's, it's not a part-time venture. I've got to either put my passion and my dream to the side which I'm not getting any younger. So, you know, it was kind of, if I put it to the side, I really am putting it to the side for good, you know, mm -hmm. or I've got to step out in faith and just say, okay, God, if you know, if you put this passion in my heart, I've got to do it because it's going to take, it's going to take me full time to do it. So uh, just, you know, made a decision. It truly was faith. It is a absolute faith step because I told my husband, I said, if you want me to be able to put on paper, how this financially really makes sense right at this point in time. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, it's just, it's a step of faith. I'm getting the right people, the right mentors in place that are telling me the right formulas to do. It's going to take some time. We have made sure that we've had some other funding, you know, available to help us through the process that we don't really want to use because it would mean going in more debt. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're just really, um, I'm really just stepping out in faith on this. Absolutely. So I would say, how much has faith shown up in this decision? Pretty much almost 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think that's such a good point, uh, you know, for our listeners, for people who maybe are feeling a nudge to do something that they're super passionate about, but they're really scared because fear is going to show up for every single one of us. And I love, uh, you know, I know you and I both listen to a lot of podcasts and read books on um, personal development and growth. And we know that most of the time, everything you want is on the other side of fear. If we can just step out um, hold on to our faith, trust in God that everything we want is right there waiting for us. If we can just break through, mm -hmm. you know, and step out. So yeah. I love that. And you know, something else that you said that just reminded me, I heard someone speaking the other day and they were talking about the fact that it, you are never too old or it's never too late to follow your dreams, your passion. And who this was, I believe, um, on a podcast, they talked about the fact that um, Vera Wang was like, I want to say they said she was like 60 when mm. she started her company, which I thought, oh my goodness, and look how amazingly successful yeah. she's been, you know, and so just, I just love hearing like inspiring stories and it just, it gets you inspired for the things that you want to do. Uh, and so yeah. that's one of the reasons that I love sharing this and having people like you. Yeah. Well, and I want to share with the listeners too. You may have just heard me tell this story and you may not have heard a lot of fear in it, 
But let me just tell you, there was tons of fear. Still Mm -hmm. is to this day, tons of fear. I still at this, because I am still part-time at this point, at least for a couple of months until they get someone in my position. And, um, you know, but I still wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my goodness, what did I just do? (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I just have to stop myself and say, okay, God, I'm going to have faith that, you know, that you're going to see this through. And, you know, you started this work and you're going to see it to completion and that, you know, and I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I just know that I'm just going to shine the light where I'm not going to shine my light too far out. I'm going to shine the light right in front of my feet and I'm going to take the steps that I know that I'm supposed to be taking right now. So there is a ton of fear involved in this, but I'm just choosing to have faith over the fear. It's not that the fear is not there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's actually a good thing. You know, we often talk about how we should really follow our fear. Like that's really where, mm-hmm. like, like we just said, like where the magic is, like you should follow that feeling because if you're feeling that inside turmoil, kind of like, Oh, I don't know, maybe I should do this. It's probably the thing that you should do and that you yes. should, you know, step out in. So mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So tell us, Susan, like, what kind of advice would you give to listeners about following their passion mm-hmm. and stepping out? Do you have any kind of advice that you yeah. give to them? So I think, you know, the way I think of it is God doesn't put a passion in your heart for something for you to just sit on it. I mean, if he created us and he created our desires and everything in us, he's not going to plant a desire and a passion in us that we're not supposed to follow through in some way. Now that doesn't mean you're going to make a business out of it or Mm -hmm. a full-time business or that you need to quit your job because of it. You know what I mean? It means different things. It may be a hobby that you need to take on. It may be just something you enjoy that you just need to help people on. It's not about being a business. It may be Mm -hmm. something that's just important to your family, you know, but if you have a passion in your heart and a desire to pursue something in some way, then God put it there. And, you know, I just really want to encourage listeners. Don't, don't just set that to the side, you know, don't. And and I think as women, and I'm sure we have many moms listening as well, but you know, women with or without children, either way, sometimes we can get so busy that we'll not prioritize those passions and desires Mm -hmm. because we feel like we don't have time or we feel guilty because it's taking away from our family or that type of thing. But you know, that's just what I want to let the listeners know. If you have a passion, if God's put a passion in your heart, then it's something you need to pursue at some level. Absolutely. And I think, like you said, especially as women and moms, we're so busy caring for other people that we're not taking the time to not only care for ourselves, because we know how important self-care is, Mm. but also to live out and fulfill those desires and passions that God, you know, has given us. And really not only what a disservice to us, but what a disservice to the world when we are not sharing, you know, those gifts and those passions that, that God has given us. So I love that. That's a, that's a great point is the passion because you need to, you know, very likely it's something you need to help people with. And if you don't follow through with it, you know, you're not going to fulfill that purpose. So I, I so agree with that. Yeah. So, okay. This podcast is really about upgrading, taking an upgrade. That's going to mean something different for every person. It may be um, that someone wants to upgrade their fitness routine. It may be they want to upgrade something in their diet to make it a little bit healthier. Um, Maybe it's their self-care. It could be a multitude of things. And so we really just want to inspire people to take 
one step every day that's going to move them forward in that direction that's mm-hmm. going to help them take the upgrade. Mm-hmm. So tell us kind of what that phrase, if you could say, mm-hmm. taking the upgrade means to you. What does that kind of mean to you? Because I know you live a healthy lifestyle and I know you're all about bettering yourself and kind of right. wanting to move into a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what really, truly, although I'm passionate about health and wellness, and this was another thing my coach kind of helped dig down in on me, what really fires me up and lights me up that I really want to help women transform on is how to live life more fully and to really experience a fully lived life. That's about experiences, not about things, but about experiences. So, you know, for me, big experiences are, are being able to travel and do things, you know, but even time with your family, enjoying experiences with your family. So to me, taking the upgrade is really taking steps to make sure that you are one of the things I like to say is, um, uh, Oh my goodness. Uh, refuse to refuse to settle for a life, not fully lived. So to me, taking, taking the upgrade is really taking steps to make sure you're not getting stuck in the day to day grind of just go, go, go do, 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 but step back and refuse to settle for a life unlived. Let's go out, let's live life. Let's experience life. Let's enjoy those experiences. Let's be active. And really to be able to do that, what do we need? We need our health, right? Because if we're not in a healthy state, we're not going to be able to more fully live life. So what really drives me is I want to help women live, be healthy and then live a fully lived life with those experiences that really fill us up and light us up. So to me, that's what taking the upgrade means. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. I mean, that that's really deep down. If, if I think if we all reflect in, that's what we all want is mm-hmm. to live a fully lived life, the best right. life, most vibrant, most energetic. And, you know, to have the energy and the vibrancy to be able to do that, you're, you're so right. We have mm-hmm. to take care of our bodies. I mean, the Bible says our body is a temple. We should care for it and treat it that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. Yes. So Susan, if you were to look back over your life, what would you say is the most pivotal upgrade you've ever taken? What has kind of, if there was one thing that kind of just changed everything, Mm -hmm. what would that be? Mm. (laughs) So that's a big question. It's real easy for me to hear that question right now at this point in my life, because this is a big risk that I'm taking right now from a financial standpoint. So it's my first thought wants to go there. Well, what I'm doing right now is the most pivotal, you know, upgrade. But, but, you know, when I really step back and think, and I'm glad you, you, luckily you gave me this question ahead of time for me to think a little bit on. And I really appreciate you doing that because, you know, I really actually spent some time yesterday and just really sat back and said, you know what, through the years. And, you know, I keep going, I don't know exactly how it applies to this, but obviously there's somebody that needs to hear this because I keep going back to, I remember, and this was probably at least 10 years ago. I don't know exactly when, but probably at least 10 years ago, my kids were still home. Um, You know, we have some, we have a one strong, very strong willed child. He and my husband kind of always butted heads and, you know, there were some struggles there sometime as, you know, and I remember one time sitting in one of our rooms and I was upset and I was praying. I was like, okay, God, you know, because I felt like, 
and I think you're kind of this way too, Julie, a lot, like I'm the fixer and the problem solver and I need to figure out what's wrong here and fix it. And I just was praying to God, you know, what, what is it? What do I need to do? What do I, you know, very clearly, like almost like a audible voice. I heard him say, Susan, your job is not to change anybody. Your job is to pray and be a good example. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do. You can't change anyone. And, you know, and I'm not saying at this point really that they even needed to be changed. Maybe I was the one that needed to change. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly what and you I, mean. And I did. I mean, there were some things I think we all needed to change a little. You know what I mean? But at that moment in time, my thought was, oh, you know, there's just some changes they need to make. And what do I need to do about it? And very clearly, God told me it is that is not your responsibility. All you need to do is pray and be in love. There were three things. Pray love them and be an example. And those were the three things that were very clear to me in that moment. And it really was a complete life shift upgrade change for me at that point, because as when tough things would come back up with that, I would just go back to that point and remember I can pray for them, which, and pray for me to have an open mm -hmm. heart and I can love that, you know, I can love them. And I can be an example. And that's all my, that's my job. It was so freeing, actually, to be like, I don't have to fix anything. I don't have to fix this. It's not my job. I just love them. I just pray for them. I just try to be an example. And I'd be open myself to what I need to change in my own heart and my own ways. And that was a very freeing moment for me. And for some reason, this question just brought me back to that. So um, I feel like there's probably some ladies out there that needed to hear that today, maybe. <laughs> Gosh, yes. I feel like everybody, like I need to hear that. Like yeah. everybody needs to, well, we all, you know, need these reminders. And that's mm -hmm. what I love about um, community and just sharing messages like this is that there's always somebody that needs to hear this or, or that needs to be reminded of it, that knows it, but needs to be reminded. And it's interesting, uh, Susan and I were actually talking earlier, and we were talking about something similar. And I said that uh, a friend of mine recently, um, we were talking about just some struggles and things that we were having. And, and she said, you know, I've just been praying that God would give me different eyes, that he would give me new eyes to see the situation. And I just, I was sharing that with Susan. And I just thought, and that's powerful, you know, because I feel probably like you do that we really often need to just look within ourselves because like you said, we can't change anybody. We can pray for them. We can love them, but we can't change them. You know, only, only God uh, can do that and, and maybe some personal development and work on their part, but that's not our responsibility. And I love that you said that it just lifted this burden and weight mm -hmm. off of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I love that. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Good, Very, good, good stuff. <laughs> it was so big. I remember it vividly to this day, you know, and still, still speaks to me all the time. Mm -hmm. So how has that decision really brought you to where you are today? Is it just kind of, you've just been reminded of it over time and it's, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think it just helps me to, to remember through that and through other scenarios and just learning through the years is, you know, there are things I can control and there are things that I can't control. And mm -hmm. I really need to not spend my time being concerned about the things that I can't control. 
and, you know, not waste my stress and my energy on those things. And that's hard. That's, that can be very hard to do sometimes. And the more I practice it, the better I get at it. Mm -hmm. Um, but just, you know, I think it taught me and it's very, it's very much the way I live my life now is really evaluating things on a day-to-day basis of, do I really have any control over this or not? If the answer is no, then I just need to not stress over it and not let it take steal my energy, you know? Yes, absolutely. Because that is something that we all have to protect is our energy. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to protect that and let go of the things mm-hmm. that we can't control, like you said. So that mm-hmm. I think that's a great point. And I've heard energy, you know, I'm the high energy health coach, so I'm all about energy. Yes. <laughs> but, um, I've heard someone do have an example of it's like a light bulb. I mean, you only have so many watts. So what are you going to spend your energy on? If you spend your energy on stressing and worrying over things you can't control, then you don't have the energy for the things you need it and want it for. So be very picky about what you spend your energy on. (laughs) Yes, that's that's a great analogy. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. So in knowing the things that we do on a daily basis that make the biggest difference, the upgrades that we take, tell us some of what your daily upgrades and and kind of your non-negotiables are. Right. Okay. So my, I started doing a morning routine probably about a year ago. And so I get up at five o'clock every morning and the first few days or so, or a week or so, it was a little bit hard because, you know, I would like to hit the snooze button like so many other people. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually one of the things I coach people on now is how to set up, you know, how to make it where you're ready to jump out of the bed in the morning. And, and I will have to admit, I love my morning routine routine so much now that I actually, when I'm getting in the bed at night, I look, I'm ready. I am ready for the morning. I'm ready for the alarm to go off to get up and go do my morning routine. So morning routine is just get up. You know, I love coffee. I have a special little superfood coffee blend I put in it. And that's my time for, you know, scripture reading and prayer and affirmations are like huge to me because to me, your thoughts are so important and the way we can control our thoughts. One, one way we can help control our thoughts is through the affirmation. So that morning quiet time is huge and important. And I make sure that I do that every morning and then getting in bed on time is, you know, it's a little easier for me now that my kids are not at home anymore because I know, I know the struggles when you have kids and you have different things going on during the week at night and you have homework and you have all of that going on. It can, that can be tough, but the more we can, you know, make sure we're trying to get in bed on time and making sure I'm drinking my water every day is a non-negotiable. I make sure of that and just making sure that I don't get sucked into again, negative thoughts. That's kind of a non-negotiable for me. If there's negative conversation going on, if it, I mean, I'm not just rude, but if it keeps on and on, I will figure out a way to get myself out of the conversation or, you know, around, I just try to not let those negative thoughts sit and, you know, I just deflect them and try to not let them emotionally bring me down. And that's a practice. It's a, you don't just decide you're going to do that and do that overnight. It's a practice that takes time. But those are are kind of my (laughs) non-negotiables. And don't you think, I love those. And don't you think that, you know, it really goes back to kind of the old saying, practice makes perfect. So, you know, for our listeners, if there's one area, maybe it is the, you know, going to bed early at night, because we know, you know, we could have a whole nother episode on the importance of sleep and what, you know, lack of sleep does to our body. I mean, it just wreaks havoc on our body. And so just making that one conscious decision, okay, tonight I'm going to go to bed. Maybe it's just 15 minutes earlier and just kind of setting your mind to, I'm going to make this happen. 
And then, you know, maybe you want to originally or initially go an hour early. So you just kind of work your way back. And it's just a small daily steps that really help you to take the upgrade and to get to your goals and, and to where you want to be. So mm. needlepoint changes. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Because they are, you know, I think a lot of people get really caught up in they want to be over here at this big goal, but the gap to getting there seems so big and so overwhelming. They don't really know how to get there. And then they kind of give up because exactly. it's just too much. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of analogy of that needle point, the moving the needle just very slowly every day, you will eventually get there as long as you don't give up. Right. Exactly. Yep. Love I it. love that. So is there, is there one thing that you wish everybody knew that would just change their lives? If you were looking kind of at maybe, let's say, a former version of yourself, mm-hmm. like what's something that you wish you knew, that you know now, that you wish you knew then? Mm-hmm. Mm, there's lots of things. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I know. Probably the biggest thing that, that stands out to me is how, honestly, our thoughts are everything. Our thoughts are absolutely actually everything. We have about 70,000 thoughts a day. And, you know, a lot of those are subconscious thoughts that we don't even realize that we're having. But our thoughts, you know, definitely, you know, our thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions. And then, you know, our habits and our character and our destiny. And so everything starts with our thoughts, whether it's what we're, are we going to eat? You know, what are we going to choose to eat? Are we going to choose to move our body? Are we going to, um, you know, how are we going to handle this relationship? How are we, what are we going to do in work? Or, I mean, every, every area of our lives, everything starts with a thought. So just being able to, our thoughts are basically our command center of our bodies. So we have got to get those under control, get our thoughts under control. So to me, and, and again, it's just, it's a practice. I use affirmations every morning. And when you first start saying affirmations to yourself, you know, Uh, which are those I am statements, you know, I am strong, I am confident, you know, I, I choose, um, I choose to only have positive, you know, I choose positive thoughts, and Mm -hmm. I deflect negative thoughts. I mean, all those things. And sometimes when you first start doing those affirmations, you almost feel like you're saying a lie to yourself, because, you know, it's something you struggle with, you wouldn't, you wouldn't decide it's an affirmation for you if it wasn't something that you struggled with. And so but that's okay. You know, that's what I tell people that I work with. It's okay at first, that you're going to feel like you're telling a lie to yourself. That's normal. But just keep on the more you feed your mind with those positive thoughts and those positive things over time, it will begin, it really will begin to believe it and your life will begin to shift. So just really, you know, that's the main thing I think for people to realize, I think so much, sometimes we're so unaware of how much we have these subconscious thoughts and how they're directing everything in our life and we don't even realize it. So, yes, you are so right. I've been, really um, becoming more aware of that as well over, you know, the last you know, several months to year or so. And there's a lot of science behind it. You know, as you know, I'm, I'm in the uh, medical field. And so to me, I always love when there, you know, is true science behind something. It, there's neuroscience behind that, that we can actually trick our brains into believing 
like you're saying, those positive affirmations. And I used to kind of think, oh, I don't know, this stuff's kind of crazy. But really, the more I looked into it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is really there's like science and truth behind this. So why not give it a shot? Right? Why not? You know, I've even read that I'm not clinical by background. So I don't know the exact right clinical term to use. I'm going to use the word structure. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. actually, there's science shown that it actually physically changes the structure of your brain. And I know structure is not the right word for any clinical people listening, but it's something actually physically in your brain that will change when you start really focusing on trying to be positive with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually physically makes a change in your brain. So, Isn't that amazing? I mean, crazy. just like you said, our bodies are so amazing. I mean, the more you learn, it's like, wow, God created them. Just, it just it's mind blowing, really, if you yes. think about it. Absolutely. I love it. So Susan, there are some bonus questions that I always uh, love to ask. Uh, And these are things that, um, that like, I want to know about you. And I think that our, you know, our listeners that we we can just kind of all share and, um, and get some, some wisdom and some tips from each other. So tell us, um, are you reading a book right now? And if so, what book are you reading? Okay. Well, I always am reading several books. You know, I may, I told myself a few months ago, I was like, Susan, you cannot purchase any more books until you read the ones you have. (laughs) I'm the same way. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So yes, I am. I'm actually reading two books right now. So I'm almost finished with a tribe called bliss, which is actually how Julie and I got connected, which is an awesome book by Lori Harder. And um, I'm also reading Brendan Burchard's um, high performance habits and follow him. Um, he has so many good things to offer as well. So those are, those are the two books I'm in the middle of right now. I have not read that one, but it, it's on my list. Um, mm-hmm. I have a bad habit of starting one and then picking up another yeah. and then going back and, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh goodness. Um, okay. Well, what is something that you just cannot live without right now? Okay. It could be food, clothing. I mean, it could be anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So what can I not live without? Um, so I kind of have a, what you wouldn't think would be the answer for on that, what I couldn't live without. Because when I first think about it, I think, yeah, I could definitely live without this, but I know I can't if I don't do it. And that is move my body. If I do not, now my mind will try to, t- those thoughts will try to talk myself out of it. You don't really feel like it today. You don't, but I know that's when I, because I feel so much better. I know I uh, had a stress fracture, stress fracture on my foot several months ago. And so I was kind of out of commission for a lot of movement for a few weeks. And I literally started getting depressed. Yes. Because my body wasn't creating those endorphins anymore. And so, um, even though I think I can live without that, that I would kind of like to live without, you know, that exercise and doing that. I know that's the one. And especially right now, I've got so much going on in my life. I know how important it is to make sure that I'm setting time aside to be moving my body. So that's my can't live without thing right now. (laughs) I love that. Well, you know what, that's an amazing thing to to not be able, you know, to live without. I, I had, um, Susan, I can so relate. It's so funny how you and I are so much alike. Um, <laughs> I can relate to that feeling of just, um, really depression. I mean, I've never had feelings like that or that I've really known. I mean, you certainly everybody feels down sometimes, right. but, um, I had a back injury about four to five years ago and I would like miss, you know, social functions that my family went to because I was in so much pain. And I just 
really, when I reflect back now, I think I was depressed because I, I, you know, even my, my sister said, gosh, what is wrong? Like something is wrong. I mean, it does, it affects you so much. And and my heart really goes out to people who are in chronic pain because it, Mm -hmm. it is just, it can be really debilitating. Mm -hmm. So yeah, moving your body every day in some form, it doesn't have to be like killing it in the gym for an hour, but just Mm -hmm. movement, right? Mm -hmm. God created our bodies to move. Right. Right. Yeah. They say, you know, movement or exercise, they say if they could take the benefits of it and put it, pack it into a pill, it would be the miracle drug. And like you said, it's not like super high intensity, anything. I mean, Mm -hmm. just a brisk walk, taking a brisk walk, you know, several times a week. Um, You know, that is, that's the miracle we're looking for. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. So tell us something that you wish people knew about you, or maybe that people would be surprised to know about you. Mm -hmm. This was, this is a hard one. (laughs) (laughs) I think that um, it kind of goes back to something that I said earlier and that I really love experiences and living life fully. Like I'm not your typical, I, I don't really like to shop. I don't really, I like to have some cute clothes because if we're going to go somewhere, I like to have some, but I never want to shop or desire to shop. So what happens is we decide we're going to go to dinner and then I go look in the closet and I'm like, I really don't, you know, these are the same clothes I've had for two years now, you know, two or three years. Mm -hmm. I would love to wear something different, but I never take the time to go shopping. So, you know, like clothes, jewelry, those kind of things, what kind of car I drive. I'm not into the, the things but I love experiences. So like, you know, I'm going to spend money. I'm going to spend money on experiences. So travel and doing active things. And, um, you know, I just, I guess what people probably don't know about me is how passionate I am about that and how passionate actually I am about helping women make a transformation to that fully lived life. Like I truly in my heart desire, I'm like, you know, there are women who, who, maybe are not as comfortable about stepping out of their comfort zone. Like I love to step out of my comfort zone and challenge. And I really like to encourage other women to do that. And that might be different for different women. For Mm -hmm. some person, it may be jumping out of a plane. You know what I mean? Uh For another person, it may just be, you know, walking around the block. I mean, you know, I mean, it's different for different, but no matter what your comfort zone is and where it stands, um, really, I like truly love helping women and encouraging them to step out of that comfort zone. Because I think that's where we begin to live life is when we step out of that comfort zone. Yes. And like you said, experiences, I mean, those are the things that we can take with us wherever we go, you know, and not that like fun clothes and things. I mean, not that yeah. you know, we don't love that stuff too, yeah. Yeah. but you can't take that with you. So I, mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent, like live life to the fullest experience everything you can because that's what's really going to make you the happiest, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Susan, we know that you are a high energy coach and you can just tell just for me interviewing you, you have lots of energy. You're super passionate about helping others and helping them kind of take it to the next level. But everybody struggles with something, right? Mm-hmm. So people might look at you and think, oh my gosh, she's got it all together. She, you know, she's healthy. She's positive. She has this amazing life, but everybody struggles with something. So share something with us that you struggle with. Oh gosh, I I can struggle with actually a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) I do struggle with like 
food portions, you know, there's a few mm-hmm. things I'm thinking of that stand out to me when you say that. So, you know, although I do, I, you know, I really subscribe to and coach people on an 80, 20 lifestyle when it comes to, you know, we, we can't eat perfectly all the time, every bite we put in our mouth. So, you know, I, I encourage my clients even, um, you know, one or two meals a week, enjoy them, eat what you want to mm-hmm. eat, you know, that type thing. Um, I do. I love to eat, love to eat. So I, I even call myself out like I can be a healthy overeater. So even though most of my meals are healthy, sometimes I really have to watch my portions on it, you know, Yes. I just really like to eat. <laughs> yes. And we share that in common too, Susan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, imagine yeah. that. Yeah. The other thing, I'll be honest, even though I said my morning routine is one of my non-negotiables, it is. I get up at five o'clock every morning and I go in there and I fix my lovely, my coffee that I love and I have my basket that has my Bible and everything in it for my... And I sit there and I struggle with picking up my phone and like going to social media. You know what I mean? And I, I'll be honest. I mean, I struggle with that all the time because a lot of times it's, well, let me just check this real quick. And then I get sucked into it. So, yeah. you know, I, str- I still struggle with that sometimes. And what I have found is when I really force myself to do what is meant to be done in my morning routine, which is my time to feed my mind and my spirit, mm-hmm. that it sets me up right for the rest of the day. But I will be honest, as much as I know that in my head and as much as I, I, you know, I still struggle with doing that at times that I really, I want to, that's my biggest thing I want to conquer right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that is a big struggle. I mean, because you can get sucked into, you know, the phone, social media in like the blink of an eye. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but you know, that, that also brings up a good point that it's, it's a daily choice. And I think sometimes people look at, um, you know, somebody who is healthy and has lots of energy and they think that they don't, not only that they don't struggle with anything, but what they don't know behind the scenes is that it's a daily, it's not a, once you get there, you'll never struggle Mm -hmm. with this again. Mm -hmm. It is a daily choice. And I think once we wrap our minds around that and we know, okay, this is normal. These are things I'm going to struggle with, but it Mm -hmm. does get easier. You know, the more we make that choice and move the needle and shift and take the upgrade, it gets easier and easier. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I love that. Yes, you're right. It, it, it remains to be a strategy. I mean, I coach people to do it. I do it. I know how important it is. And I still struggle with it myself. So mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of liking to eat, yes. um, what are some of your favorite snacks or maybe even favorite indulgence? Mm. I have lots of these. So, okay. So I have a, I definitely have a sweet tooth. So probably I'm always going to go to see if you ask me my favorite, this or my favorite, that it's always going to be around sweet. So probably my favorite right now, and I'll kind of change, you know, on things, but my favorite go-to snack right now is like Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt with some sort of fruit. And I'll put a little stevia in it. And then I like crunchy things in it. So like still cut I'll put raw still cut oats in there for the and I love chia seeds oh my gosh chia seeds are like so I love to put some chia seeds in there with a little almond milk and let them sit for a minute and kind of plump up so I'll just like do all kinds of variations of fruits and or nuts or granola I mean or um, oats or you know that kind of thing and just different um, so that's delicious one of the newest things I just found out you can buy pomegranate aprils frozen I didn't know that you know, the inside parts of the pomegranates, mm-hmm. you can buy mm-hmm. a bag of them frozen. I didn't, and I'll, that's mm-hmm. so good in that yogurt to thaw a that little bit. That sounds delicious. Yes, it's good. So, but my favorite, just like, let you, if you just throw the health part out the door for a second. I love some chocolate lava cake with ice cream on top. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> yes, that is like my absolute favorite. And mm. in fact, I have this amazing recipe that on special occasions, I'll make it. That's my family's whole favorite. I mean, like, that's their favorite dessert yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Well, I'm just learning even more that you and I are so much alike, Susan, which it just it makes me excited. I just love it. Yes, yeah, so much. Oh. So as we kind of wrap up here, um, I'd love to kind of just give a recap. So if you, what would be your best advice for listeners who are feeling the nudge to step out, you know, around a passion or a desire that, that, you know, they really feel God's placed in their heart, but they, they still are full of fear. Mm-hmm. What would be, you know, one, just a little small nugget of advice that you would say to them or right. give to them? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, always pray when you have fear. I mean, that's kind of a given. So, um, but I would say just begin to take some baby steps in, you know, learning more about whatever it is you have a passion in your heart about, like I said, whether it's a business or not, but just learning more about it and just begin to take steps. And I think if, if you are struggling with some pretty big fear about making a decision over something um, one of the things that I, I learned and was taught, I can't even remember who told me this now that I did is really start looking at if people who are doing it successfully and really hone in, find some people who are doing what you want to do and they're doing it successfully and ride their coattails as far as belief. You know what I mean? So borrow someone else's belief, find other people who've done it, borrow their belief or borrow somebody else's belief in you. And just really um, latch on to that. I love that. I love that. And just just keep moving forward, right? Just keep going. Don't give up. Perseverance is just key, I think, yes. because there's going to be hard times. There's going to be bad times, but that is part of the journey. The mm-hmm. failures are part of the journey mm-hmm. to getting to the good stuff. And you know, the difference, and this is, I remind myself this every day, the difference between people who have done things successfully is not that they didn't fail. They Mm -hmm. failed. If they're successful at it, they failed a lot. The difference is they kept going. They kept going. They got back up. They made some changes. They kept going. They kept going. That's the only difference in them. So I remind myself that every day. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. Well, before we hop off, Susan, would I would love for you to actually just tell people about the webinar series that you're launching and how they can get in on that goodness. Yes. Good, good, good. I'm so excited. This has been a labor of love for us. I have worked so, so hard for several months on this, but I have 28 experts, one of which is Julie, joining in with me. <laughs> and uh, this uh, is called Ignite Your Energy Online Interview Series. And it's a uh, online interviews. It will help you discover the simple secrets busy, driven women use to nourish themselves and fuel their highest potential. And you can learn all about it at igniteyourenergyonline.com. Igniteyourenergyonline.com. You just sign up for there. It's completely free. 28 free gifts as well. And next Tuesday, you'll begin getting an email every day uh, with those interviews for the day. And there's also a Facebook group if anybody's interested in joining in well. It's called the High Energy Hub. You can look it up on Facebook and request to join in. 
Awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to learn from all of the amazing experts that you have. And we will link to um, the event. We'll link to we'll link to that in the show notes. We'll also link to Susan's website and you can follow her on Facebook, Instagram. She's got lots of great inspiration. And I just want to thank you again, Susan, for coming on today. This is this has been so great. I cannot wait for our listeners to hear all of this. this just nuggets of wisdom. 